ground control to Major Tim. I've got my wheelie chair, I'm coming in. <laughs> I thought you said they were going to spin. That would have been yeah. better. <laughs> yeah, that would have been it. better. <laughs> Absolutely, but I was just trying to say to listeners, I've arrived. Uh, ground control has contacted Major Tim successfully. And we're here for episode number 49. This is a professional podcast and you're very lucky to be tuning in. Um... We've got a big one in store for you. We've uh, got a flipping good one. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Listeners, remember that reference later because it will become apparent. It will become the air apparent. It will become, um, I was going to say the ingredients to something, but I don't know what they are. Flour. It will become It will become flour. flour and eggs to you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, confusing. We're all confused at this stage. Let's just get into the episode. Let's just turn the hob on. Let's put the pan on. Heat up those ingredients. And, like, the bottom side of the podcast is getting burnt. Yeah. So, like, what do you need to do to it? I think we need to flip it. You need to see that damn podcast on the flip side. Shall we begin? Let's begin. Hello, mate. You're looking a bit tired. I am a bit tired. <laughs> uh, how's it going? It's going well. We uh, are recording this episode two days into your London life. Uh, regular listeners will know that Harry got a new job. All very exciting. Uh, up in London, doing the commute, all that stuff. Um, yeah, you're in. Yeah. You have a MacBook, courtesy of them. Beautiful. Um, it's a big jump, right? It's a real yeah. uh, culture shock. Yeah, and many people here will know when you've got a new job, you're, you're like the newbie. Yeah. And you've got no friends. Yeah. And you're like... you got no friends. You're just be. <laughs> you got no friends. No thanks. Um, and you just like do as you're told, and you, yeah. you're trying to be nice and just. And it's like a it's a weird um, move from the kind of job where like you know at doing retail work, you've very much got a boss who is like head yeah. teacher, and they will tell you off, and they will say, "Go here and do this." And uh, can I get to the title? And, yeah, it's you know, absolutely like, like all that. of those things, and then you go into a job where it's like they keep telling me that if I you can, like, and yeah, they keep telling me go and stretch your legs, go f- for a walk, or like yeah. go and get whatever. And I'm just get like, out. I'm all right. I'm just gonna sit down on my yeah. desk for eight hours straight <laughs> <laughs> on your desk. I mean, that's yeah, just perched an interesting move. <laughs> <laughs> just perched on the end, looking out. Yeah, being like, hello, sir. Yeah. Oh, it's weird. It's going to take a little bit getting used to. Yeah. I mean, good luck to them, really, because when I do get into the swing of things, they're going to wish I was not yeah, talking so much. Yeah, and they're going to think, you're going to be turning up at 11 o'clock. Just like, yeah, all right, wait, my God's sake. The ledge, the ledge, the ledge are late. Wait. Oh, man, I've kicked my mic. That's what you, they're going to have to put up with. Yeah. Uh, blatant disregard for company property. Right? <laughs> Free MacBook. Throw this one out the window, I'll have another one. 
Uh, I mean, I'm not going to be like that. No. Um, but yeah, I'm going to get there. It's fun. Yeah. London's fun. It's, London's fun. It's exciting. Yeah. Have you pulled a man yet in Soho? No. No. That's a shame. <laughs> you homophobe. <laughs> That's not, not no. homophobic at all. I know. I'm You're just homophobe trying to get out for it. not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> None of us are homophobes, are we? Yeah. Um, no, I haven't. And I probably won't. Yeah. How are you finding the commute? <laughs> you had a little nap on the way here. Yeah, I had a nap. I fell asleep. And then I woke up to a redhead lady laughing and poking me in the arm. Going, come on! And I was confused. And I've been confused for the last half an hour. Yeah. Or you, you did, hour since You I did seem off. a bit, like, disoriented when you arrived. I was so disorientated. Oh, I've gone disoriented. Yeah, because you... it's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that word ends. Disorientated, I think. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Tated sounds weird as well. Yeah, disorientated. I got to disorient and then just panicked, and I was like, I don't know what the rest of this word is. Disorient. <laughs> um, yeah, I was very disorient, and <laughs> I was a Delorean, and I'm still trying to like work up to this now. This is our first ever podcast recording after me doing a trek, so yeah. Um, kind that, of. Yeah, yeah, that probably true. Did we? I know we didn't. Mm. Then again, I mean, when I finish, well, I usually have to finish work here and get on a bus straight to here. Instead, I had like half an hour's kip on the train and like... Yeah, but it's it's a different world. It's just a different thing. The The London commute is a beast in its own regard. Mm. Um, and in some ways, it's quite enjoyable. I mean... Definitely on the ways up, I've enjoyed do you stay awake on the way there or do you sleep on the way there too? On the way there, I just like close my eyes, listen yeah. to some stuff or watch something yeah. or it just kind of do that. Yeah. Like, I think, let's not be sleepy while I get to work. Let's kind of use this time to wake up a bit. But because you're going from uh, Portslade to Victoria, Victoria to uh, Oxford Circus, right? So yeah. the exact same commute I used to do. I used to treat uh, the walk across Victoria... And then the tube, that was my waking up time. And yeah. my train to Victoria was just uh, cosy me time. So, yeah. So I like Do you know, the toilets in Victoria are now free. Really? So I get to Victoria and just go and have a wee. Do kind it of all. Walk, walk around in a circle. And then, like, it gets to a certain time. Like, right, now I'll go. Yeah. Um, so I've got, I've got it down what I need to do. Yeah. After two days, that's impressive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is scary that I'm two days in and I'm, like, already, like, the weekend is coming. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, because you're having to think and stuff. Think yeah. in that. Think. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's just, that's me. Nice one, mate. Well, thank you. Delighted for you. Glad to hear it's going well. Yeah. Um, I'd actually like to move on swiftly to last Friday night. Mm, you wouldn't. Uh, Tim decided to host a birthday night out in town yeah and uh we all got there yeah and you, you're pretty all right i think by that, at that point weren't you when you i may, met you maybe a pint in i think i was barely I, even that. I think my first pint was in my hand really we'll give it um, an hour and a half later and things weren't so right no it was way more than that <laughs> way more than that yeah i guess i mean we got there at like eight eight o'clock by 10, I think we went to Ben's. Yep. You pretty much necked a whole small, not that small bottle of whiskey. Yes. 
and in it like, was la vie. Yeah, that's not the right word. Uh, yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, listeners. I as much as uh, I am an open book to you guys, I love the idea of you being uh, kind of privy to the ups and downs of my life. And people who listen to our Glastonbury episodes will know that uh, I'm not against sharing uh, stories of my um, unfortunate, unfortunate bodily functions. But uh, <laughs> on this particular episode, and talking about this particular occasion, I still feel a little bit silly and a little bit embarrassed. So Tim threw up. Yeah. So yeah, exactly as you said. We went. We met in a pub, a nice, lovely pub in the middle of Brighton. Uh, that I think we've shouted out on this podcast before. The Mash Tun. Mash Tun. It's an absolute favourite of ours. Uh, had a few drinks there, and then because crashed a party. Oh yeah, we did. We accidentally crashed a party. We were sat in the kind of upstairs area of this pub, which is just like a seating area, like quite a chilled place. And yeah. we're looking around at like the four or five other tables in there, thinking like, everyone on all these tables knows each other. It's so weird. <laughs> it's just no the, like, one knows us. A table of lads just like sitting on the edge. Yeah. And then we had been there for literally about an hour and a half, while all these people are just like having fun with each other. And then we realised in a tiny little sign on by the door, it said, uh, this area is reserved from 8pm for, I don't know. We were Jennifer, there at 8pm. Whatever her name was. Yeah, but when we got there, there was no one up there. But no one told us that we were in the party. We just, yeah, I felt awful when I realised that. Um, so we decided to leave, and because it's kind of the beginning of the year and people are still kind of recouping that Christmas cash and all that, uh, a few people were like a bit short on money. So we decided to move on to our friend Ben's for some uh, hashtag pre-drinks. Which I always kind of prefer anyway. Yeah. Like, I love a good, go somewhere comfortable, stick on some tunes you like, you're with all your mates, you've got some drinks. I mean, for me, that's perfect. I don't really need to be around loads of other people. Yeah. I'm very much happy right there. Yeah. I could spend all night there. Yeah. And I remember sitting there laughing at one particular friend because he had bought four pint cans of Stella after which I'm still... ignoring about for about ten minutes over yeah. what to buy looking at all the fancy beers yeah. <laughs> which I still I do still find quite funny to be fair <laughs> but um, he uh, had more than the rest of us though yeah he had to start sharing yeah. it around at the end because we yeah, all bought like these little diddy cans because he is also uh, well known for the fact that he is one can Dan <laughs> so four pint cans was never going to go well but I was laughing at him like, there's no way you're going to drink all that in how long we're going to be here. Um, and if only I had bought myself four pint cans of Stella, maybe the end, the night would have ended up differently. You'd have been probably okay. You get very slappy happy when you're drunk, Tim. I don't want to know, mate. I really don't want to know. Slapping people everywhere, just all over the face. Mate, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. The point is, uh, I had way too much to drink. Um, we played drinking games, which are never a good idea. Yeah, and like proper British drinking games. Like yeah. some apparently, so I've heard some Americans watch us playing drinking games, and they just say, "I think one said like, they just shout and then drink." Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was drinking whiskey, as you mentioned, and I can again, you know, when you have those nights where it all goes a bit peat tongue, and you again you get those like little flashbacks and I just remember 
uh, like pouring like a, a relatively large glass I was using and it was literally 50% whiskey and yeah. 50% ginger. Sometimes you do a tiny little bit and sometimes you do half the glass. Yeah. And like... That's where it went wrong, mate. Yeah, it all went horribly wrong. Uh, and yeah, that lovely uh, homemade dinner that I'd prepared myself beforehand. Um, what was that? I'd made myself some nice like uh, spicy bean mix thing to, and I had it on like a sweet potato. <laughs> no, I made it, I made it all myself. It was beautiful, um, and that decided to reappear as we moved on to the next venue. Um, oh, you had that before. I thought you meant you made that for later. No, no, I had that. Yeah, uh, before I Absolutely. came out. Although I would like to say, very well digested. Whereas Ben, who threw up two minutes before, full size pieces of penne pasta <laughs> <in there. laughs> that he just completely wolfed down. <laughs> Nowhere near his teeth. He did not chew that at all. <laughs> he just hog, hog, and just it just throws it into his mouth. It's amazing. amazing. Brilliant. Like a whole bowl of pasta on the floor. I didn't even know till the following morning that Ben. Shout out Ben Brooks. You guys know Ben Brooks. Uh, I didn't know that he had been sick. He he was sick like two minutes before you, and then was just like because we all looked round and heard like a all over the floor, and he's just like I'm good now, and he's just like yep I'm fine, and then. He managed to like go in, and then turn around, and you're crouched down, being sick like four times. Yeah, it was a big, it was a big old sick. The bouncer saw Tim. Yeah, and we were going to Green Door Store. There was an indie night, right? Yeah, a good one. Meet the sloths. Right, Uh, and the bouncer wouldn't let Tim in. Yeah, and the night pretty much ended there. I absolutely uh, respect him. And uh, applaud him for no, that was the right call. I wouldn't have oh, let yeah. him in. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, that that was the story of my um, birthday night out. Happy I, birthday, though. Yeah, cheers, mate. I I continued on. I powered on until uh, seven o'clock the next morning. So lovely. It yeah, it wasn't the end of me. You did all right. I'm a resilient little git, uh, but yeah. Not good. I do not uh, recommend that to anyone. And we're five days on, and the shame is still very much here and will be for quite some time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's not big, it's not clever. And um, I'm a silly little boy, but also a 26 year old silly little boy. <laughs> um, so, let's just leave that story there. Uh, the second yeah. hashtag sickgate number two. Uh, of Tracks show. What was the first one? Glastonbury. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did I ever tell our listeners about my one? Did I, I told you about my one? Didn't I? The night after, maybe Great Escape. Maybe the last night of Great Escape. I. Oh no no no! Sorry, it's very very beginning when we dr- drank all that wine. Yeah, we. I think that. And I then I got did... home and ran up the stairs and puked oh. it all up the walls. Yes. That was after we recorded on this. episode number two. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about that day two, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, because we... Um, that was the first one we ever recorded here, wasn't it? Central Brighton. Right, yeah. Yeah, and then we just went mad. <laughs> Celebrated, we've done two episodes. <laughs> oh, bottle of wine, please. <laughs> yeah. Let's record some videos outside. <laughs> <laughs> Weird one. Excellent we? content. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, we should move on from the sick. I feel this is uh, you know, presumably the majority of people listening to this on Tuesday morning. 
and no one needs this much sick chat. No. Uh, so, we're going to go on to what was formerly known as, the artist formerly known as Musical Highlights of the Week. Uh, Lord knows what it's called anymore. Lord knows. Uh, the musician Lord knows what it's called now, but no one else. So, Harry, <laughs> do you have a pick? I do have a pick. It's um, it's a reasonably quick one. Um, <laughs> just, just because I want to go to bed, Tim. Um, no, you know Thundercat, right? I think we talked about... Actually, we might not have talked about them on the podcast, but you've tweeted them. Tweeted. And had said him. tweet like... Is it not him rather than them? I thought I said him. You said them. I'll stick with either. I don't know. Um, And we've had said tweet liked by him, so... Friend of the show. Or them. Or them. You're confusing (laughs) me now. I don't know what to do. Um, So I think the very beginning of this year we had Show You The Way, which is a very funky little number. It was... It's very um, Odd Future-esque. Like, it sounds like something Tyler would put out, I think. Um... We've had a new song this week, Friendzone. 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 Have you ever been friendzoned? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Never. Maybe every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I am the mayor of the friendzone. <laughs> I am Trump of friendzone. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very much a similar kind of thing. I've heard that there's leak, the possible leaks of the album. I think it's due like next month or something. Yeah, I'm excited to hear it. I don't really know a lot about Thundercat, and I'm really excited that I've heard these two songs and I really like him because I, I know that he's, it's that whole Flying Lotus thing and his connection with them and I think Aphex Twin and yeah, those kind of that guys. kind of scene. It's that scene, isn't it? It's their yeah. very own old future. Yeah. It's um, it's a, what's the opposite to our future? Something past, um, normal yeah. past. <laughs> yeah, normal past. <laughs> um, yeah, it's their own little thing. Um, the song's funky. It's good. Great album cover. I can't wait for the album. Yeah. Uh, that's really been the highlight of my week. Tim. there's been so much going I on. Mean, I really so haven't had anything else to focus such on. Enthusiasm. For it the is. I'm of so enthusiastic. It's such a great song. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to be enthusiastic, right? No. But no, it was, it's very good. I it's really want to say it. You've heard it, right? Yeah, I've heard it, yeah. It's really good. <laughs> I have heard it, yeah. Um, I'm a fan. Uh, like you, not particularly knowledgeable about the artist, but kind of excited yeah. to see what's going to come. I think what we tweeted uh, was that the cover, the sleeve design of the album, uh, we're all just super excited for that alone I, would, I can't wait to see that in a record shop just because it's really funny yeah it just looks hilarious to me I want that one yeah like, hanging up uh, so yeah do you want to give it a play if you can't be bothered talking anymore yeah I'm just going to play it I mean like you said the reason why sometimes we just hear about an artist that we're looking forward to hearing and we don't know a lot about them yeah and at some point in the future we'll know something about them give you some Bloody good insight on on their or probably careers, not. <laughs> or maybe not. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, friend zone. Yeah. By Thundercat. Stay out of there, listeners. <laughs> or stay in there and just be really patient. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> I guess that's just 
previously talked about on the podcast on the podcast uh proceed so number one it delivers one of my uh new year's musical resolutions which was to hype more local acts yeah uh this is a brighton act that i'm going to play and number two uh we talked about when we were talking about the fact that the maccabees uh Breaking up and we were sad, but we were also excited for what they were all going to get involved in. Yeah. Uh, This is a Brighton band who are delivering the first release on Felix's label, Uh, Yala Records. Uh, They're called The Magic Gang, and they brought out a new single, I think, last Friday. Looks like they brought out like 10. No, they've had loads over the last year or so. Yeah, there's an EP coming, apparently, uh, in April. Right. But until then, we have this, which I I was listening... I heard it on the radio earlier in the week, and they mentioned that it was produced by one of the Maccabees. I've tried to verify that information. I've tried to find out which Maccabee it is, and I can't do it. So I don't know if they made it up, or they have some insider line yeah. that we don't. But the point is, it, it might... could well be uh, produced by a Maccabee. Yeah. Or they just know the link to Felix and they're saying produce because they don't know anything. Yes, that could also <laughs> be the case. Either way, uh, Yala Records that we've um, we've spoken about before, I think. Yeah. And obviously, you know, one of our favourite human beings of all time is connected to this. And it's a really good tune. And it's got some kind of uh, early Maccabees vibes a little bit. I think the vocal has got quite an Orlando tinge to it. Um quite bouncy quite kind of poppy indie pop um like very much that end of the spectrum um but an enjoyable tune and um from what i've observed so far yala records and very specifically the magic gang as their kind of uh debut act this is kind of the first stage of the post maccabees world where those people are doing other things um mm-hmm. so that's kind of exciting uh and my yeah that was my musical highlight of the week the song is called how can i compete and let's have a listen and see what you think do it exit out the same way you came exit out the same way you That was the Magic Gang with How Can I Compete? 
And how does it compete, Harry, with other songs you've heard in your entire life? <laughs> well, on one hand it's good, and on the other it isn't. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, it was, it was nice. It reminded me of kind of Future Head's kind of... Um, yeah, a bit of that. That vibe, that, that, that kind of era. Yeah. It doesn't, to me, sound like something brought quite, out now. No, quite... Well, Hoots and Tennis Club it reminds me of a bit. Really? And they're kind of now, but of yeah. the time. I, I know what you mean, it has got that kind of... At the of... very beginning I knew what you meant about all the Orlando vocal kind of thing. It's got like a sort of break yeah, in that, the vocal. That that kind of stretch not that. in the vocal. <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> The stretch in the kind of vocal at yeah. the higher end, yeah. You can. <laughs> yeah, again. I mean, at least I'm trying, you're not. You're no, I doing... need to hear it again. An impression of an old man. Do you know the When's Orlando part? ever done that? <laughs> <laughs> I hate when we listen to these songs and then I'll like give an opinion on it and then when I edit I'll listen to it in like full HD like proper Yeah. and I'm like oh no I don't think that anymore it's really frustrating to it sounds frustrating af af as af af <laughs> <laughs> af uh, no I liked it though That was. I'm gonna keep looking into them yeah I think uh, one to keep an eye on and one we won't be able to escape the fact that we are keeping an eye on. But yeah, nice also that, um, as we discussed before, sometimes it can feel a little bit like the Maccabees have uh, turned their back on being a Brighton band. But yeah. the fact that chosen to rep a Brighton band early days is a good sign for our music scene in this again. fair, fair city of ours <laughs> that we are so fortunate to live in. Uh, let's do the little thing where we like play a little break a bit of a little bit of music and yeah. then like then afterwards we'll do that thing where we come back and talk about something else like usually you do three picks and i'll do three picks yeah i mean i'm not sure you're gonna stay awake for three each but we'll give it a good old go oh, get one and a half in yeah that's what he said <laughs> <laughs> inches <laughs> nice one don't put that in the cut I was going to say see you on the flip side and I was like no <laughs> Rolf Harris on a fucking wobble board So this week's episode comes out on 28th of February, which uh, is not only the last day of the month, obviously, Mm. but it's also Shrove Tuesday. What is Shrove Tuesday for people who don't know, Harry? Shrove Tuesday is Pancake Day. Yeah. I don't know if it's worldwide. Well, not worldwide, maybe, but is it a British thing? I don't know. Do other people have pancakes? I've seen Americans do the whole pancake flipping thing. For me, the world is America and England. What <laughs> 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 I do is to go, hang on, do we do it? Do Americans do it? Everyone does it. <laughs> um, it's the beginning of Lent. Okay. Right? Yeah. Is that right? Maybe. I could be, could be so wrong. <laughs> I think it's the beginning of Lent. Two minutes I... ago, Tim said, it's Shrove Tuesday, Pancake Tuesday. 
Yeah. It's not called pancake juice, is it? Pancake day. It doesn't it's help that I don't give a shit about pancakes. No, I don't like pancakes. I think they're shit. Yeah. For the last two years, I haven't had a pancake. And no. every Tuesday, people are like, do you want one? Every Tuesday. <laughs> every Tuesday ever. Pancakes. <laughs> people always go mad about, like, pancakes. I'm just, I don't yeah. I don't have get the appeal. I know. Like a thin a lump thin of flour, thing. basically. Yeah. Just like, put a th- some sugar and <laughs> lemon juice on it. <laughs> There's a reason you don't eat this the rest of the year. I'm going to roll a bit of bread and you can put yeah. some sugar and lemon on it. I always remember at school people would come in the next day and they'd be like, I had 15 pancakes. I had 30 pancakes. I put ice cream and chocolate sauce <laughs> on it. It's like, good. Now we're like, oh, I, can't, I, can't, I don't really like bite. Oh, I might just thought about biting into ice cream and I felt sick. <laughs> I like ice cream, but oh my God, the teeth. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. Um... <laughs> I just, yeah, really doesn't... I don't give a shit about pancakes. Even the American thick ones. Fuck off. No. Yeah. Why are you having them in the morning? That makes no sense to me. Just like a little stack of them. And, like, this is a thing, and people will hate me, but they... I swear, I could be wrong again, but they have, like, pancakes with bacon and, like, maple syrup. Yeah. No, it's quite nice, to be fair. Is it? Yeah, bacon and maple syrup goes really well together. Does it? Yeah. I can't imagine why. It is weird. Because, like... Maybe you just have to try it. Yeah. But there's... But get rid of the pancake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I do agree. Although, you know those little, like, scotch pancakes Is the... that you put in, like, a toaster? I like them. I don't think I know them. I haven't had them for I think at least American a decade, ones. but no what about... scotch. Oh, okay. I don't know if that means they're from Scotland. <laughs> Scotchland. <laughs> scotch eggs, are they from Scotland? They're from Scotchland, too. <laughs> or are they just scotched? Like Scotch whiskey. I mean, obviously that's from Scotland. They're all from Scotland. Oh, we don't know our shit, do we? Basically, we are not pancakes from are shit. Listeners. Is the the stuff on top the the syrup? Is that cold with like hot bacon and hot pancakes? It's like room temperature the syrup. Right, just like a uh, ketchup hot bacon. Or relatively hot pancakes. Like that's sizzling my crispy bacon. Yeah. Sizzling. <laughs> sizzling. Sizzling bacon. Yeah. No, something about, um, yeah, bacon and sausages both go well with maple syrup for some reason. When have you tried this? Uh, I've been to a few breakfast places, uh, you know, the Woody's Diners of this world. Maybe on a hungover Sunday I need to do that. Yeah. Anyway, to come around to our uh, theme for yeah. week. How have we made this into a theme? <laughs> what do you do with pancakes? You, well, you flip them. But also... It's a pancake tossing Toss. competition. Tossing off your pancakes. The pun that every dad <laughs> in the world cannot wait to pull out every single year. <laughs> the most dad joke ever. But, ooh, you must be a big tosser. So. <laughs> or if you like blow up a balloon, it took a big puff to blow that up. It's <laughs> Good one, dad. <laughs> I've not heard that one. Uh, so yeah, you toss <laughs> pancakes. Uh, and we, <laughs> this is one of our uh, classic uh, lateral thinking themes. Uh, <laughs> we didn't even go through like possible questions. We were just like, what should we do? And you were like, it's pancake day next Tuesday. I was like, songs with pancakes. <laughs> and then <laughs> a few seconds later, it's like, oh, that, that can't work. Yeah. And then this was my next idea. So we're doing 
Songs by acts that you didn't <laughs> give a toss about. Oi! <laughs> toss. You're in that. Uh, <laughs> songs by acts that you didn't give a toss about. I don't even know. Is that a phrase around the rest of the world? I mean, we have a lot of international listeners. Do, I've never heard an American say. Don't give a toss. I don't give a toss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a toss. I don't give a toss. Uh, it's basically the same as give a shit, right? Yeah. I don't give a shit. Or I don't give a jerk. I don't give I a never understand that. A jerk, a jerk means the same as wank. Yeah, I've never heard but, anyone say that. So they American wouldn't say you wanker. But they say you jerk. You jerk. And jerks don't get or you or jerk a off. Jerk doesn't get like bleeped and stuff, but a wanker would, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> a wanker would be bleeped out of a TV show. Fortunately, we've only ever done one bleep on this episode, this program in 49 episodes, so... I don't know, I'm going to have to start bleeping out the swear words, soon. Yeah. I'm terrible. Oh, like, so much editing. It'd be like watching the Osbournes. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Shannon! Uh, Tim! <laughs> Stop bleeping swearing, you fucking... <laughs> bastard. <laughs> you fucking bleep! Stop tossing your banker, you wanker! <laughs> you went, this is England there. I know. You fucking wanker! <laughs> Mom, <laughs> I don't want to go to college. <laughs> I don't want to have a job, Mom. <laughs> the commute's so long. <laughs> I just want to spend time with the gang. <laughs> I just want to work at Sainsbury's again. I want to chill with lol. <laughs> For listeners who haven't seen this in England, watch because that was really funny. <laughs> yeah, it might have been. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> the theme, I don't know if we ever fully explained it. Um, acts that you didn't give a toss about and then you heard a good song by them and did. <laughs> and then you thought, oh my god. I thought they were just like a complete write-off and it turns out they were good. Yeah. That Although is what we're doing. I have taken it as... Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get more convoluted. <laughs> Where have you gone? <laughs> well, my theory basically, people I don't care all that much about, but there's there's some bangers in there. Isn't that what I said? Yeah, but like, for me, there are some people I mentioned that, you know, I, I don't not give a toss about them. Okay. So I haven't done the right thing. And I've had more time to prep than any other day. <laughs> so let's move on. <laughs> I'm looking at Tim and it looks like he's never going to say a word again. <laughs> I don't even know what I was looking like, listeners, but... <laughs> Smiling weirdly, just staring at me. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> just keep talking. <laughs> Wait, I need. I feel like I know what it looks like. Oh, uh, so I am gonna go first, Tim, if that's okay. 
that is okay. I mean, that is generally how it works anyway. So, so this one is mainly down, or this is closer to the question that you're answering. Somebody I don't care all that much about, but she keeps popping up. Is it your mum? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's Zara Larson. Sorry, Haley, if you're listening. <laughs> it's uh, Zara Larson. Um, so she is a Swedish uh, singer songwriter. Um, I'd say she's similar to um, kind of Robin, Lord, those kind of people. A uh, Carly Rae Jepsen yeah, of this world. A, more poppy than kind of those things. But she's writing, if she is writing, I, I don't really know how it's all working out for her, but she's bringing out some cracking songs. And you just cannot deny how good they are. Like the song I'm going for for this first pick is "Lush Life." Yeah. Since this came out, I think end of last, the end of like 2015, maybe the very beginning of 2016. I feel like uh, we have a field recording of us singing to this. Oh, was it not in playing in like a pub or something? I think it was as we walked down the pier on the first day of Great Escape last really? summer. If I can find it, then I'll pop it in. But I probably won't be able to find it. That's why he But says. I do... <laughs> Brilliant. Um... <laughs> yeah, this is... Obviously, I don't care too much about... <laughs> you don't even know her name, so evidently... I do. Don't. Zara Larson, all right? I know her name. I, yeah. I just don't really look into what she's doing. She's uh, just brought out a song in this year, 2017, So Good. Haven't even heard that yet. I just don't really follow what she does. I don't know anything she does, th- but her songs yeah. keep getting played every now and then. Yeah. I think uh, what you're saying is kind of uh, something that's quite common that you... Both of us, something that is very clearly poppy. Yeah. You kind of, not in a kind of rude way, but you kind of dismiss it straight away. It's like, oh, it's not really for me. It's that's for someone else. And then actually, you listen to it, and you're like, you know what? I. Yeah, like it's not quite the guilty think, pleasures thing because you're yeah, not guilty think, about it, but you just think like. Oh. I was thinking about this on the train back. Like, I I don't think we dislike pop. We just dislike bad pop. Yeah. Because when I mean we like plenty of like pop music yeah and I like some what a lot of people would consider really bad poppy pop right like yeah it just varies on who you are and what you like but I don't really know why it's the production's great the the lyrics are cool like the the melodies and stuff are good like just everything about it I enjoy like when when pop is properly catchy there's nothing like it no like that I think if you listed the top hundred catchiest songs ever, like an indie tune wouldn't get anywhere near the top. Mm. Pop does catchy well. Yeah, I mean, and you can argue that it's, you know, it's written to be like that because they they know how to write a good pop song. But yeah. then again, it's like how I feel McDonald's like burgers, a, yeah, genetically modified to taste good. Yeah, and it just does that. You just yeah. want one all the time, and yeah. it's great, it's delicious. Yeah, <laughs> you might feel a bit shit after for having it, yeah. or liking it, but 
I don't know. The, yeah. Sometimes these songs hit you and you're just kind of like, yeah. maybe I'm just missing a whole world. Yeah. I agree. But, and I, I really love this song. Yeah, it's, but, it's an absolute yeah. cracker. So, Zara Larson, Lush Life. I'm pretty sure I haven't played it before. We definitely haven't played it before. No. Um, so, yeah. Let's have a little bang on this. I live my day as if it was the last Live my day as if there was no past Doing it all night, all summer Doing it the way I wanna Yeah, I'ma dance my heart out till the dawn But I won't be done when morning comes Doing it all night, all summer Gonna spend it like no other It was a crush But I couldn't, couldn't get enough It was a rush But I gave it up So we'll go on to your first pick. Uh, so I've rearranged the order of my picks now purely because mm. I'm going to continue on the exact same theme that you are on. Um, so last year, one of the kind of big uh, acts that was kind of making a name for themselves, certainly in England, and I feel like internationally, although I'm not completely sure, was uh, France's very own uh, Christine and the Queens. <laughs> Don't cut that out, that was brilliant. Because <laughs> nah. I opened my mouth to say something. <laughs> I think she's even bigger this year. Like, when, when we were at Glastonbury, she was playing and no one was really there. Yeah. And there was whisperings that she was quite good. Yeah. And this year uh, is the year that people are trying to get them at the, fest- at the, at the festivals. Yeah. And the, the kind of year that people are talking about her a lot more. Yeah. But, like... Someone who has really, really emerged. And um, like I said, I had heard this name uh, and people sort of touting it. I I reckon like from sort of April onwards last year. Yeah. And then there was one night in uh, the aforementioned Mashtun. I was going to say, is it Mashtun? Uh, when I was in an aforementioned drunken state uh, where a particular song played... And I had no idea what it was. And I just thought, wow, oh, this is really cool. I'm like totally into it. And then I kind of woke up in a hungover daze the following morning. Um, the song was still stuck in my head. And I was thinking like, what is this? I, what is this? I need to know what it is. It's really, really, really bugging me. Mm. Uh, and then I heard it on an advert. And I was like, that's that song. Like 10 days, two weeks later. Yeah. And I was so excited to hear it and listen to it again. Shazammed it there and then. Found out it was Christine and the Queens who I just completely dismissed. Um, and it turns out they churned out an absolute banger, which very, very nearly, uh, for people who follow us on Instagram, way back when in December, when we were picking our top songs of the year, there was a picture of uh, little pieces of ripped up paper that we were arranging in order to get our top five songs of the year. And on one of those pieces of paper was this song by Christine and the Queens. Didn't make it into my top five and therefore our top ten. But I genuinely think it's brilliant. Um, And yeah, it sort of won me round to... I don't know why, I don't know what had got into my head. But like, for me, previously, Christine and the Queens were like Scissor Sisters. It was just like something I just was not going to I thought it was just a lot of dance. I thought a big thing about her was performance and dancing and things. Yeah. And she does dance sillily. I'm still not a massive fan of the She the does dancing. dance sillily. Yeah. 
in Sicily. Well, she's got a gig tomorrow. Get down there. Italian listeners. Because I remember all the videos and stuff of her at Glastonbury. People were like, oh, she does amazing dancing and there's lovely people dancing in behind her. Yeah. Really old people telling me this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's a fantastic dancer. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm, I, don't, I don't know what to say after that. Uh, I always wondered where you were sneaking off to at Glastonbury, but I didn't know you were going to the old people's home. <laughs> what do you think of them? I thought they were lovely, Harry. <laughs> do you have a direct line to the Queen? <laughs> anyway, he is Prince Harry. You've all been wondering for this long. This is Prince Harry. The point is, Christine and the Queen's. Uh, once was a skeptic, now I'm a fan. It's a really good album, and this particular song I'm really excited to finally be playing on the podcast. It is a stone cold banger. It's called Tilted, and we're going to listen to it right now. I die for so I'll fight sleep with ammonia. And every morning we fight so bad. I miss them for the tears they shed But I'm actually good, can't help it if we're tilted I am actually good, can't help it if we I am So that was Christine and the Queens Both of those acts coming together as a supergroup uh, What did you think? Yeah, I, I know this song In fact... I felt this album came out last year, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because this, this is exactly my point. Dismissed it before, heard that yeah. song, then listened to it, thought it was good. And amazingly, I've only heard this song really recently. Okay. And this album would have come I, out in the middle of last year. I don't know if it was a single. I really? Well, I don't know. Well, then it, it's again, being used in. Well, maybe it's yeah. the advert. Maybe I'm just hearing it a lot yeah. recently. Um. Banger. That's the point. Banger. It is, yeah. Okay, so we're going to move on to your choice number two because I'll tell you what, uh, we are T minus nine hours till you have to be on a train to London. Don't make me feel shit. I mean, my maths there was awful because it's not nine hours at all, it's way more. Is it? Eight o'clock tomorrow you have to be there? Yeah. So, uh, ten hours. Ten hours. That's pretty decent considering I usually get five hours sleep. Really? Yeah. I've got. Oh, back in the old days. Okay. I, I mean, notice yesterday. On, yesterday I was interested by how late you were up. I thought you'd be long gone when I texted you at like quarter yeah. past twelve, but you were absolutely still online on WhatsApp, still pinging about. I mean, I was. Uh, it was because I was like drifting in and out for a while, so I kind of just. I'm, I'm trying to get used to my get a new sleeping pattern. Yeah, patting. But at the moment, five hours. So I've got another five hours awake. Yes. Because have you have you got that thing that. Uh, I certainly do it all the time where uh, my sleeping pattern is responsive to the fact that because I'm now getting up at this time, yeah. I need to go to bed earlier, but I'm yeah. not tired at that time. Yeah. It's like, I'm tired enough in I'm, the day, but I I like perk up at like half four. That's when I come to life. Yeah. And then for the rest of the day, I'm fucking Rocky Balboa. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> well, until 2am I'm pretty much the same Well, no, definitely not Half 11 Actually, this also amazed me I was asleep before you Because I remember telling you That we had to get the podcast out And we were annoyed at our 
podcast people. Mm-hmm. And, and then I checked in the morning, you were on at like half two. And I was like, oh my God, he's had like time to like change it. Because I was on a date. Now I remember that is why. And I came home drunk, wrote the description. Did you actually do it late at night? Yeah. And you not leave was my absolutely petty. delighted when I read it in the morning. <laughs> it was decent. Is it the one you kept on there today then? Yeah. Yeah. Just because I, I, and I thought I could improve it because it's not perfect, but. You should have just kept the one I put on there. No, because you didn't even it put the. It was a sentence, that was it. You didn't even put the, uh, we did not claim rights. No, like, I, I didn't put got, anything. You I was so got tired. Him. <laughs> I forgot I even had to propose <laughs> the bloody episode. But the, the annoying thing is, before I went out. You uh, kept the title. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even really make sense because it's like, it's gone back in time. For listeners who uh, maybe haven't listened to uh, all of the previous episodes, we had, what was it, number 46, 1993, A Star Is Born, number 48, that was for Harry's birthday and then mine, Uh, 1991, and I said, an even brighter star is born, but... To be fair, it was my idea. Yeah. Weirdly. And I did a smiley face to say I didn't think I was going to do that anyway, because I, of course I was. I'm cocky enough to be like the rest star. Uh, uh, anyway, enough. Uh, enough. Enough silliness. Let's get down to the serious business. You've got okay. num- pick number two. Yeah. So my second pick is one of the ones that. Uh, well, I've got two picks left. My third, I'm going to be the one. Is the one that I'm going to probably keep playing, and you'll find out why later. Second pick is Blossoms. The song being Charlemagne. Now, it's we the... talked about Blossoms before. Not huge fans. The song Charlemagne, though, the reason why I've kind of gone with this is because I remember being at a pub eating dinner and the song actually came on and I was just, I was kind of like clicking along to it. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? I, I know this song. And like after a little bit of kind of like jamming to it, I was like, it's fucking Blossoms, isn't it? Charlemagne. Yeah. And I was annoyed that I liked it, but I was like, well, that's proof that I just like the song. It is catchy. Only a few weeks ago. But it is ago, just that one. The same, yeah. <laughs> but only a few weeks ago, a similar thing happened to me. I knew that it was Blossoms, but it came on Six Music. I've said million times. I listened to it all day. And mm. that little sort of drop into the chorus where it's like, no, 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 Like that little drop in. Yeah. It's really good. It's really catchy. It's cracking. Yeah. It's crack-a-lagging. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. And I'm sure it never plays in Top Man, but... <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this before. I, I mentioned it to some to my new work people today, but I told them... I wasn't the trying to stitch you up. No, 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 I'm not. <laughs> I wasn't going there. <laughs> um, I, I just, I'm just going to say, I mentioned it to work people, and I think they were... I don't really know. Maybe they're a little bit surprised. Maybe I don't think when you say they look like that, like a top man kind of band, they just look like we said it all before. So I'm sorry about this, but they they look like they've kind of they like they're the finished product already, they, and that's not what you want in a band. It's like they it's like they they have a expiration date already. I think it's the same as anything uh, sort of creative, in that you. The the rough edges and the kind of the bits that aren't quite right are the bits that are interesting uh, and mm-hmm. the bits that have intrigue and blossoms just feel 
yeah, kind of vacuum sealed. Yeah. Beautiful hair, lovely clothes. I feel like catchy songs produced to within an inch of their lives. Peace were very similar, but I think their music was better. But also, they at least Peace had the decency to look like they hadn't showered in about six months. Like they were, but still look. They were absolutely filthy. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. I know. You are. Better than 10 Harrison Koshers or whatever his name is. Koisa, I think. Koisa. Um, yeah. I mean, I can't help but like the song. I remember when at Glastonbury, we, we, we had a dance to this song, and then the whole rest of their set was just dead. Yeah. Like, nobody in the crowd moved. They didn't even move. They barely said anything. I mean, obviously, they're a new band who aren't used to playing those kind of things. I'm sure it was nerve-wracking for them. I'm trying not to, like, come off as, like, a a dickhead here. But I just don't don't understand why they maybe have the appeal that they seem to. Yeah, I think uh, certainly within that genre of music, uh, that feeling of authenticity, sometimes you can't quite put your finger on why it's there, but it is really important. Like, if they don't feel like an authentic band, then... It, it's just so at odds with everything that kind of indie music we is wouldn't meant accept, to be about. We wouldn't, I don't think we would accept Arctic Monkeys now if we hadn't seen them in their absolutely like, not grungy kind of days, like their chavvy days. Yeah, we got, We've seen them grow into becoming these beautiful young men who are going to be rock gods, yeah. especially in our generation. If, if AM had been their debut album... And they turned up dressed like that with the slick back hair and the yeah. cowboy shirts and the leather trousers. Everyone would have thought twice. Yeah. I mean, everyone we would like, have given them the time. He'd be like, yeah, these are good songs, but twice. It's like, it's like a mate. Like you've had a mate since you were eight and you know the best he can do. And he's like really playing up yeah. in front of people. Yeah. And he's trying to like show off from that, and and if if you didn't know him for eight years before that, and you didn't go to school with him and have yeah. have like sausages and potatoes with his like rest of his family every more, like night every Tuesday night or something, and, and you'd be like, grow up in the war, Harry, and you then on rations, something like smiley faces, whatever they called. <laughs> um, you think what a twat! I don't want to be around you, but you know you know them, you know all the good, the bad, the ug- the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, something about that. Completely. I don't get that with these guys. I, I just think, oh, fuck off. Like, you're just, you're yeah. like, um, just I mean, made yeah, too much. May, maybe it is, that's such a, a good uh, comparison, I think, in some ways, because I remember having a conversation with your brother, Jack, once about, and no, actually, I don't ever want to say this on the podcast. Do it. You can say anything, it's a safe place. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> with no uh, people particularly uh, this being aimed at the question we posed to each other was if you met your friends for the first time today would you uh, think oh he's great and I'm going to be best yeah. mates with him like it's just a circumstance thing in some ways in that like um, the Arctic Monkeys say it better than I possibly could um What's the song where it's like, over there, there's friends of mine. What can I say? I've known them for a long, 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 long time. time. And yeah, they might overstep the line, but I just cannot get angry in the same way. Yeah. 
Not in the same way. No, not but, in the same way. But the point is, way. I think the point is, we haven't known Blossoms for a long, long time. All we've known is that version of them that oversteps the line. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I can get angry at them because it feels uh, inauthentic and crap. It does. Yeah. And short, like a short lifespan. Yeah. That I, I, I said at work, five years time, they might have had a lot of money put in there. Like, not in their pockets, but put in their way to help them grow. But I can't see them being any bigger than... I might have to eat my hat in five years' time, but in five years' time, I don't see them being talked about. No. Five years sounding like a long time as well. In five years' time, they'll be walking around a zoo. <laughs> I was going to do that. <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, I can't whistle. Um... So yeah, that's my second pick. Oh, let's just give people a bit of Charlemagne. Yeah. jig there to that song can't help but like it so I might even say love it anyway uh, let's move on to your second pick so my second pick is uh, very much you know we talked about it before those kind of bands that it's just a name that goes around and you kind of don't really know who they are but like I'm thinking people like British Sea Power yeah, like, but I see them like play every festival every now and then, and then you look and they've been going for like 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know one song from them. No, exactly. And can you think of any others similar to that? <sighs> it's annoying because they're my one. But yeah, they're, they're a massive one. I yeah. mean, they're the perfect example of this way. It's just like, that's a band. If people say British Sea Power is like a yeah, band. I mean, it's a band. For sure a band. I, have, I just said like properly in your accent. I mean, that's a band. <laughs> that's a band. Uh, but no, I just can't think of any right now. Well, I'm going to give you another one. Okay. Uh, and maybe it won't be for you, but for, very much for me. TV on the radio. Mm. I don't think I've heard of them. You don't think you've heard of them? No. Oh, interesting. Because for me, they are one of those things I just hear around all the time. So uh, another one of those, for me... But I think not for you. I think you're a fan. But Interpol, again, just kind of falls into that category. Of Interpol are great. Just these funny, funny named bands that you don't really know who they are. But they exist and they've got a big fan base. And yeah, yeah good for them. But then, uh, similar to my last one, you hear a song somewhere, uh, you shazam it. You think, this is bloody brilliant. So yeah, uh, as I... I think I've alluded to already. Uh, when I was searching for inspiration for this episode, uh, my Shazam list was very much uh, destination number one. And this is a song that I Shazam, and I remember listening to it a lot in the couple of weeks after finding out. So this is it, they are. Interesting. I didn't give a toss. <laughs> Just as much as I don't give a toss about pancakes. Um, um, anyway... I'm going to play a bit of TV on the radio. 
And we're going to enjoy it. I mean, you can't do that. Why? How are you going to put pictures on the radio? <laughs> Don't even give me credibility there. That yeah. was awful. Carry yeah. on, though. You're going to play the band TV on the radio. Yep. I can't wait to hear what this band is, because I literally <laughs> have no idea. Uh, Unless it's like that Alien Ant Farm or whatever they were called. Well, you don't know Alien Ant Farm? I know them, but I only know one song. No, you must Do they even movies. have any more? Movies. Movies? Keep saying <laughs> movies. Movies. Uh, I don't think so. You do. Maybe. So you only know Smooth Criminal? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Good song, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, I only know two. I don't know why I'm... I mean, it's... <laughs> movies? Come on, the, movies. <laughs> on the one hand, it's 100% more than you know. But yeah. also, it's one more song. Anyway, I don't know where we got to A&M Farm from. We're going to play. This is TV on the radio. This is Province. And this is good. Suddenly, I'm your history. TV on the radio, my second pick of today. Uh, number three, Harry. Now this one is a little controversial. Um, I don't like dislike this person. I, I I wouldn't even say I don't give a toss. Well, then he doesn't get on the podcast. Yeah, then I have to move him on. Uh, no, because however many albums she brings out. However many people tell me how great she is, I never can really be bothered to listen to her. It's Beyonce. It's not Beyonce. It is Laura Marling. I know people love her. No. I just, I'm not really, I'm not really there with it. I, like I've, I know big fans of her that tell me to listen to yeah. her and they, they tell me she's great and what have she's, you. She's constantly on the shortlist for the Mercury Prize. Yeah. She's uh, an absolute darling of uh, Six Music and um, DIY and Pitchfork and all these kind of yeah. uh, really credible music outlets that I really value their opinion, but I'm totally with you. Good. Go yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I nearly said go away. <laughs> so I half take it away and half go, go away. Go away, Laura. No, um, just Harry, go away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just... Okay, the song I'm going for is Soothing. And I wanted to actually have this as a highlight a while ago. Is that just what it is? Or is that the name of the <laughs> no, song? No, this is Soothing. Just <laughs> tell me how much I dislike this person. Um, no, I mean, look, she's, she's fantastically talented. Um... She brings album after album that get good reviews and that have, you know, a big status within the music world. And, you know, she's she's very much respected. But I just, she just bores me a bit, mate. I'm, and maybe this is the point uh, where we ruin our potential future careers within the music industry. Yeah. But what I'm going to say is I think she's very... Um, 
reflective of what I sort of perceive as a problem within the music press in that a lot of the people who have become like senior writers or like uh, the kind of the sort of big cheeses within music reviews yeah uh, because that's quite a high up position it takes you a number of years to get there and therefore people who are kind of 35 to 40 um, really that is what you're hearing the views of them rather than people who are a bit younger and I feel like Laura Marling is like a little bit mum and dad music and also you get a lot of I think um, if you if you'll take the premise and it's maybe not totally right that uh, your sort of music tastes are kind of defined when you're sort of 17 to 21 like that's when you're really uh, sort of like a sponge and you really work out what it is that you're totally into uh, you kind of carry that on forward so I think if it's then 15 years later you get like a real throwback thing it's like you know uh, mid to early noughties so far there was a lot of things that sounded a bit like the Smiths like the bravery got really hyped and I think it was because there was loads of editors who were into the Smiths when they were teenagers and it's like that sounds a bit like the Smiths so I like it Laura Marling I think yeah loads of critical praise from people who aren't young or interesting <laughs> <laughs> I remember I'm... and that's why you should listen to tracks because we are we know these things yeah. and, we're and honest. I, I realise that um, was maybe not the best thing to say but it's, it does feel like, yeah. like you say, dated and old. Yeah, and that's the thing with this song is that suddenly I hear because I had her on my eye. I remember when, like, you know, when you're you get your first like proper iPod, yeah. and you're really trying to build those songs, and where you're checking to see how many songs you've got on there. Love it. That was, uh... and I had like sixty three days of songs or something on there. It was like amazing. That was like a um, uh, Brian Adams summer of sixty nine. That was the 21st century version there. I got my first real iPod. Then I stuck on lots of songs. Instead of first real six string. Um, yes, as I was saying, I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> you get your first real iPod, it's got 100 yeah. days of music. 63. I had Laura Martin, like maybe their first two albums on there. And I, I saw my iTunes the other day from back then on my old laptop and I still ha- saw both her albums sitting there and I thought, I just haven't... I'm pretty sure I've tried so many times within the last, like, ten years to listen to her. Yeah. And it's just not happening. But this song seems different to me. It's got these nice, like... What is it? Just these kind of... Bassy... Boom... Like these bassy parts at the beginning, okay. And her voice is quite nice in it. It doesn't she's got, seem she's too complex. Voice. Yeah, of course. I she mean, does. and you know, I I suppose uh, both of our entry point to the world of Marling was Mystery Jets, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. Her yeah. Part of young love is beautiful. Yeah. So I play it, Laura Marling. Soothing.
Laura Marling there with Soothing. So, uh, I think we're going to move on to your pick now, Tim. Thank you. Have you got a block notice? <laughs> <laughs> and that was uh, Laura Marling there with Soothing. Laura Marling with Soothing now coming move to your next pick, Tim. Like uh, when Vic Reeves puts those weird, massive, fake teeth in, it's like, <laughs> oh, Vora Marling. Vora. Vora. Vora Vara. No, that went a bit too, uh. Vora Vara. Vora Boom. Vora Boom. Anyway. Third pick. Third and final pick. Third and final pick. So, um, you know who those bands <laughs> artists? Shut up, I'm trying to do my bit here, Harry. <laughs> uh, so, you know those uh, acts from, like, say, the 80s? Basically, bands that yeah, you think bands. they're from, like, another era and you think they're cheesy. And it's yeah. just, like, the most 80s band ever anything are, they're probably rubbish. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Do you get the reference I'm trying to make? Yeah. Basically, I thought for a long time, we've talked about like lists of bands that you should know, but you've never really dug into. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's an alternate list, which is bands that you shouldn't know because they're shit and old. Yeah. And uh, for a long time, The Stranglers sat on that list. But I thought it was just like a one-off weird song that had like a weird beat and... Um. Yeah, just not that brilliant. And then I heard the song "Duchess," which um. After first hearing it, and obviously, you know, a full twenty years at the very least after its release is when I came across this particular song. Took its time, but like the second I heard it, immediately became one of my favourite songs in the world for at least a month. It was my uh, Tinder anthem for at least a few months. It was a walking to work tune every morning. Really? It's just a filthy level of banger. You know, I've said banger many times today, but this really is just one. This is a song I absolutely love. And um, it's interesting because when you talk to uh, Stranglers fans, and I've met a few of them, over the last sort of year or so. Yeah. When you say this is your favourite Strangler song, they think you're like... Um, a like, big fan. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, they like really start to like to talk about all these different like weird facts about the Strangler. It's like, <laughs> I'm lost. I just, I like this <laughs> song. Like Golden Brown, Golden Brown, eh? Uh, yeah. I revert back to being the fool I, guess I was previously. Like me, or they're used to somebody saying, oh, Golden Brown. Yeah. Or in my case, <laughs> whatever else I said. Oh, moon. The moon. The, the moon. moon. <laughs> the gold moon. Yeah. Um, the point is, uh, I think it's a really, really great song and one that totally stands up uh, against anything, really. And it, it did give me an entry point into The Stranglers. Uh, and while I am by no means an aficionado, uh, I have a real uh, love and respect for a band that I wouldn't have had otherwise without this song. I wouldn't have given a toss, but I now do. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, so yeah, we're going to listen to 
Duchess by The Stranglers. So that was The Stranglers, and that brings us to the end of yet another episode. The penultimate one of our first half century. The pancake ultimate doesn't work, move on. (laughs) (laughs) It was almost, it was so ruddy close. The pancake. The pancake book. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was number 49, and... um, Good episode. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I really enjoyed recording it. I enjoyed recording it. And we thought it was going to be a tricky one, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, we both were feeling exhausted at uh And now I'm ready to go all night. zero and now, yeah. <laughs> Still want to go to bed, but... Harry's up all night to get lucky. Uh, <laughs> I'm up all night to get lucky. I'm up all night to get lucky. He's up all night to get funky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funky, all right, to get lux. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, it's been a lovely episode. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. We've enjoyed having you here for the ride. Thank you so much, listeners, for tuning in. We say it every week. We love you. We love you. Uh, and we're going to go out by marking what is kind of at once, um, a beautiful thing and also a really, really sad thing. So, uh, the day after my birthday, the 19th of February. Yeah. For people who are good at maths, they will know that it's the 20th of February. Uh, and that was Kurt Cobain's birthday. And it just so happens that we're recording the day after that. Again, maths whizzes. We're recording on the 21st. Um, but yesterday would have been Kurt's 50th birthday had he uh, lived long enough to see it. Which feels tragic, but also there's a he's one of those people that where there's a bit of um kind of uh solitude in the fact that he would have absolutely hated being fifty one years old, yeah, yeah, he would have be, you know become I'm young, yeah, become the things he didn't want to be um but we are going to take you guys out by marking the genius and the uh incomparable beauty that was Kurt Cobain and was Nirvana uh, we're going to take on a Nirvana song uh, so before we kick into it I'm going to say I've been Tim and I have been Harry and this has been Trex and this coming up right now is In Bloom my personal favourite Nirvana song and, and it's even better that Trax is soon to bloom Look at us. Into we are blooming. Yeah. So, yeah. Taking them out. Taking us out. Even. Levels, guys. Absolute levels. Levels. Cheers. Thank you so much for being here. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you.